Hello, my podcast family, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. We are on day three of our recap of our seven-month study of the fruit of the Spirit. Our first recap, the first day, we learned that God has equipped us for this season through His Spirit. Yesterday, we learned how to see the fruit in ourselves and in others, and that we are expected by God to produce fruit that others can see. And today, we will talk about walking in the fruit of the Spirit. Over these months, we have grown in our discovery of the elements of the fruit of the Spirit, haven't we? We've learned how to be kind, gentle, good, to be patient with ourselves as well as others, to not look at the circumstances around us, but to allow God's joy to emanate from our hearts, to accept God's peace and to cultivate peace wherever we go. We learn to be faithful, not just to God, but to ourselves and to those around us. But all of these were undergirded by love. Love for our Heavenly Father first, then for ourselves, and then others. Notice the order we are to love. Remember Abraham and that he was tested, right? Tested by giving Isaac as a sacrifice unto God. When God stopped him, recall what God said. Now I know that you fear me. Or depending on the version you say, it says, Now I know thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son from me. That's the King James Version. And the New American Standard Bible says, Now I know that you will obey me. Obey me. Now let's listen to what Jesus says when he makes the statement that if we love him, then we will keep his commandments, right? That's obeying. Abraham's obedience was done out of love. It was an act of love. And so our first duty is to love God, to love him with our trust and to love him by our obedience and what he asks us to do. Then we're to love ourselves. Have you heard the phrase, hurting people hurt people? In other words, it's we reproduce what's in us. And if we don't love ourselves, if if love isn't something within us, then how are we going to be able to emanate that to others? God created you. And when he created you, he said it was good. You are good. So don't allow anyone to tell you any different. And that includes yourself. Yes, I know you aren't perfect, neither am I. No one is. The perfect one is Jesus. You're going to make mistakes. But failing to do something, right, doesn't equal you being a failure. You just failed at that one thing. If you learn from your mistakes, that will help you to succeed. You are good in God's eyes. And you need to see yourself as good as well. Then you're commissioned to love others. Then you will be able to love everyone and anyone 
in a matter that is holistic and realistic. And lastly, we can do all of these by determining to do them, to stick to it. In other words, (laughs) self-control. I want to read for you Hebrews 12, 11. And it's another one of my go-to scriptures for me, especially when I'm trying to step out of (laughs) self-control. It's like I need to remember. Listen to what the Hebrew author says, New American Standard um, Bible. For the moment, all discipline seems not to be pleasant, but painful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, afterward it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Discipline to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Discipline to not always needing to have the last word, perhaps. Discipline of giving um, help to others and not thinking of yourself first. Discipline. It's going to be hard at first. And of course, I'm using discipline interchangeably with self-control. We are to exercise discipline in the life, in this life, and maneuvering its many turns and twists, ups and downs, all that we encounter. Disciplining our minds that will be bombarded by the enemy. The enemy will tell you that you're not good. The enemy will send words of distress, lies, anything that will derail you from your purpose and from not doing what God has called you to do. We need to be disciplined in spending time with God. We are to put forth the effort to learn and to grow in God. Romans 8, 6 says, For the mind that is set on the flesh is death, but the mind set in the spirit or on the spirit is life and peace. You see, you and I have a choice in which direction we are to set our minds. We have to do the setting. We are to be intentional with how we treat people, intentional with the words that come out of our mouths. That is why Paul urged the church in Colossae, the book of Colossians um, chapter 3 and the second verse, to set their minds on things above. See, the discipline in order to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. To stop looking at the situation in front of you and to look above. To listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit that will guide you in the way that you are to go either away from danger or through it. We are to be intentional. That is the way we walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Four years ago, I don't know, was it four years ago or was it longer? It was when I was in Hawaii, so maybe a little longer, maybe five or six years ago. Not this year. (laughs) I used to, I began saying out loud, I walk in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, humility, self-control, and I would go all the way through the fruit of the Spirit. I did it every day. I'd say it out loud. And that act of me saying it out loud was me setting my mind. You know, so I would say it, therefore I would hear it, and my heart received it. Not immediately, but slowly I began to notice within myself I was a bit calmer. That's the peace, right? I had more joy. My temper was slowing down a little bit. I, I could have been, I, I was a hothead. 
truth be told. I was beginning to walk in all of the elements of the fruit of the Spirit. Am I completely walking in the fruit now? Mm, Yes and no. All of the fruit, I mean, the fruit is within me and the elements come up. But have I mastered all of them? No, that doesn't happen until Jesus returns because then I would be perfect. But am I bearing fruit now? Absolutely. And I think I've shared with you my my many assessments that I do with God. It's kind of like a pulse check to see where I am. I mean, yeah, I, I do that with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit. I, if I can't see a change in me, then that means that there hasn't been any. And so I pause for a little while and be like, okay, Lord, am I growing? Am I growing in you? And growing in God doesn't mean that you just know more scripture. Growing means that you are living the scripture. I ask God all the time not to allow me to be stagnant in my relationship with him to help me grow in him, that to help me have an intimate relationship with him, to learn to really hear his voice when he just whispers it, and to allow me to respond, to be obedient. Because I'm not there yet, but that's my goal. And so walking in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control, it's doable because the Spirit is within you and it draws you toward walking in it. That power that we discussed yesterday, the power to set your mind, the power to be intentional in walking in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and all down the line. Love, the bedrock of all the elements of the fruit of the Spirit, I believe. Paul in his letter to the church in Colossae, he again urges those believers to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. And he says it a little differently. Chapter 3, verse 14 reads, actually chapter 3, verses 12 through 14, I believe. So, as those who have been chosen of God, that's you and I, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another, forgiving each other, whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so you must do also. In addition to all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. We are children of the Most High God, and Jesus, our Savior, says that the world will know us by our what? fruit. The world will know that you are a child of God when you walk in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, humility, and self-control, right? And although Paul starts with the foundation of the fruit as love, I would like to end this series with this. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13 says, but now, Faith, hope, and love remain. These three, but the greatest of these is love. My dear podcast family, I am going to take a break. I need to get with God and see what he has up his sleeve for season two. I have no idea. 
It's August 31st, and I'm going to take about a month off. And so I'm going to see you again on the 4th of October. Yeah, I know it's a little over a month, but I wanted to start on a Monday. But as you know, I need a break considering all that has occurred in my life and the things that are on the horizon that God is calling me to do. And as I stated, I need to see what God has in store for you guys. (laughs) I need to know. He hasn't told me. But once he tells me, then I need to take the time to draft and record the episode so that they will be ready for you. He has a great and wonderful plan for you through this podcast, and I'm excited just to be the vessel that he uses to speak to you. And so I can't wait to see what he has in store. You know, you can always revisit the previous episodes in season one, and you can visit me on Facebook at um, Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. And you'll see what I do with the podcast here. I kind of mix it up a little bit, and it's just a little written form, but it's not as in-depth as the podcast. So I want you to know that I love you, and I will continue to go before God on your behalf. I know caregiving isn't easy. But it's a lot easier when you know that you have someone praying for you and praying with you. So let's end in prayer. Dear gracious Lord, we thank you. We thank you for knowing exactly what we need when we need it. And we thank you for this podcast, which you use to bless others who are going through the caregiving season and those who are not. Thank you, Father, for orchestrating everything. And we thank you, Father, for season one, which has come to an end. As we have grown in what it is to walk in the fruit of the Spirit, to bear fruit for you, to be seen as children, your children, to bring peace in places that we go, to allow your joy to emanate from us, to help us to walk in self-control. You've given us your power and your spirit that is placed in our hearts, and we thank you. And so I ask, Father, at the conclusion of this season that you continue to watch over each and every person who has been a part of this podcast family. Let them continue to feel you through the month, even though I will not be doing the podcast put other inspirational quotes and messages and things in their path and let them continue to do the work of walking in the fruit of the spirit. You know what they need. You are our provider. And we come to you with expectation, knowing that you are faithful to your promises and your word. We love you. I ask that you strengthen them and protect them and keep them safe. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now you go and you minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. And you will hear from me on the 4th of October. God bless. Bye.